Hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm Anya. And welcome to the first podcast of our current thoughts. Today we'll be talking about our current thoughts on whether or not we can separate the art from the artist. Yeah, and recently there was a whole debacle <laughs> concerning R. Kelly finally being exposed for his um, light pedophilia <laughs> harassment issues. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um... I definitely think that it's a difficult issue to talk about because, you know, there are people that are such fans of his and it might be hard because he's such a big icon to them to just give him up because of something, a mistake he made. And it's not just um, music that's witnessing this. There's, I was a huge fan of Louis C.K. Um, I loved his stand-ups and I would watch, you know, his show on Netflix and, you know, it came out that, you know, he was sexually harassing women and you know exposing himself and now it's I can't watch him anymore which kind of stinks because you know he to me he was like so funny but now it's uncomfortable to watch his stuff anymore so for you you think that the actions of the artist can ruin the art I think so Louis CK you do all these stand-ups about how you know um he liked women and you know he had fun with women and you're thinking oh it's just a joke for laughs and then after all this stuff comes out it's oh my god he was actually doing that stuff that he was joking about yeah and I feel like it's sort of the same for R. Kelly because yes like his songs so bomb like <laughs> looking back mm, <laughs> some real bops out there but like the fact that all of his songs were somewhat rooted in his sexual abuse of young women is disturbing. Like, with his whole marriage to Aaliyah, who was, like, 15. Mm, yeah. And her song, Age is Just a Number. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that throws up a red flag. As much as it was a bop, it just... Like, you can't listen to it without feeling somewhat guilty. Yeah, that's definitely what um, happened with me, and it's not... I think the difficult thing about it too is parents because, you know, Louis C.K. was in this child show with the Secret Life of Pets and, you know, my cousin loves that show, but it's uncomfortable for me to watch it because I hear his voice mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my God, he's done all this stuff and yet, like, he's favorite character to my cousin. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's also with Mel Gibson and everybody loves Mel Gibson's movies, but you forget that, you know, he is super racist and you know he's you know he's popular for saying the n-word but yet he's in such movies as you know Pocahontas which is like a classic and then you have Daddy's Home 2 which people love mm -hmm. and Braveheart which is another classic so it's difficult but I just have a question because I'm not very well versed on Mel Gibson is he a comedian he is an actor the controversy behind him is that he's supposedly really racist in mm -hmm. Hollywood. And obviously, you know, and like, look, it, um, it even says, you know, he's against gays and lesbians. Mm -hmm. And that's such a huge part of American culture right now. So how can you enjoy his stuff when he's so against people being themselves? Yeah. And I mean, this might seem totally far-fetched, but I think you can sort of apply the same idea of like, why is Thomas Jefferson worshipped in American history when yeah. he's held slaves? And why is George Washington, like, the pinnacle of American presidency when he definitely held slaves? Like, there's rumors about him 
keeping the teeth of his slaves and making his own like teeth. Yeah, history twisted. books don't tell you that. History books don't. But is there a reason they don't tell you that? Because maybe you can't separate things like yeah. that from their achievements. Yeah, it's definitely something that, like, look at Christopher Columbus. Like, if we have Christopher Columbus Day, and it's like he discovered America when he didn't, first of all. And the second, you know, he's responsible for so many Native Americans being killed and slaughtered. And yet, elementary school students are still celebrating him. And you have the pilgrims and the Indians, which are still wrongly called Indians. But yet, history books don't correct that. That's true. But at the same time, history is written by the victor. And it's easy to just blow off everyone else's stories yeah especially in u.s history when it's like the americans the white americans they won so why tell the stories of the slaves why tell the stories of the mexican immigrants why tell the stories of the native americans yeah so do you think that there'll ever be a spot where people can enjoy r kelly's music again (laughs) i i think people still do which is really sad to think about. Um, like there were so many people coming out in support of R. Kelly, despite like the legitimacy of a yeah. video coming out that he peed on a 15 year old girl. And still people are like, R. Kelly, he's my R&B king. Like <laughs> I listen to his music all the time. Don't let the haters get you down. Yeah. And it's sad that his music, I don't think will ever stop being listened to. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure after um, his sexual abuse got a lot of um, televised, what is it called? Televised? Yeah, televised <laughs> notices. I don't know. Yeah. A lot it was of very notices. Public. Yeah, mainstream. Yeah. Um, his album sales actually went up and like his streaming. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's a really rare case though, because a lot of times when this stuff comes out, like Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. people completely blacklist him. You know, and the whole movement was started, well, it had already been started a long time ago, but it, you know, gained a lot of speed after Harvey Weinstein's accusations, and he was completely blacklisted. Like, everybody hates him now. Mm-hmm. And so, if anything, that destroyed his career, but yet it's boosting others. So it's all in circumstance. And not to play devil's advocate, but how do you feel about um, there being, like, definitely false allegations against people in that blacklisting their career. I feel like it's such like a hard line to travel on because at the same time you don't want to discount the victims if it's true and it's always you know America's built upon the idea innocent until proven guilty and you even see this with the Kavanaugh hearing because you know yes there is no substantial hard evidence but you still have so many personal witnesses and eyewitnesses and testimonies but yet you know people are still so defiant on the fact that he is innocent and so it's it's hard to separate those two and I feel like the best way to do that is to really value both sides and you know that's hard for everyone especially with something so serious as pedophilia and sexual assault and rape and and harassment And, you know, we see that all over the news today. Like, it's really, it's coming out because people are no longer afraid to speak out, which is amazing. And, you know, even, you know, Michael Jackson, all that stuff's coming out about he was, you know, molesting young boys. 
But does that mean that Michael Jackson is not still insanely famous? No, it doesn't, because it happened so long ago. Which I think is difficult, because it's just time-wise. Because all this R. Kelly stuff is recent. And as well, he's not around to tell his side of the story. Yeah. So it's it's definitely harder in that way, because he can't defend himself. So it's all up in air. But at the same time, we're living in a society where everyone's just rushing to cancel everything. Yeah. Like, cancel culture is such a real thing at the moment. And I feel like sometimes it's wrongly applied. Yeah. So, especially in terms of, like, false allegations against people... Once the internet sees that you are accused of sexually assaulting someone, it's so natural for Twitter to just, like, lash out at you. Hashtag. Hashtag cancel, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're removed from casts and everything like that. So, yeah, we even see that, you know, today with uh, Jesse Smollett Mm -hmm. with the cancel culture. Because, you know, that whole thing, and it went down so quickly. Because, you know, these allegations with Harvey Weinstein have been happening over so many years. Same with R. Kelly. There's different time periods of his life. But Jesse Smollett, it, I feel like it happened over one night that he got canceled. And, I mean, what he did was 100% wrong. And just for those who don't know about it, um, he accused um, of being attacked by white supremacists who were, you know, yelling the N-word and wearing uh, Make America Great Again hats. When in truth, it was um, two young black teenagers, I believe. No, it wasn't. That's what I heard. Well, it was, like, two young black teenagers that he hired. Oh, yeah, no, and yeah. so, like, he never was actually attacked by anyone. No, yeah, he, he hired them. He set it up. He paid, like, 1500 each mm-hmm. or something like that. And, you know, he hired them to, quote-unquote, like, beat him up. But yeah. Of course, they didn't. And allegedly, it was all just a ploy because his um, salary was not high enough on Empire. Yeah. So he wanted publicity to, like raise his salary and like get um ad revenue and time mm-hmm. in the news which is just disgusting and like look how far that backfired like mm-hmm. he's off he's been i mean we don't know if he got fired but he's not appearing in the last two episodes yeah and, and so he's facing jail consequences exactly because he you know he framed people and he you know he faked a hate crime but at the same time i feel like his actions to a certain extent ruin how believable like real accusations are yeah because there are so many true hate crimes that occur that aren't going to be looked at the same because of this really high profile person faking because you know they're not going to be believed as real anymore because they might be fake and with jesse smollett you know the media so badly wanted to believe him and they were before they even knew the truth they were running all these stories about hate crime in america but it's all fake and I think that both sides, you know, they're so quick to judge, which is especially hard in today. Especially partisan-wise. Like, yeah. It's so easy for, quote-unquote, left-side liberals to just really go hard against conservatives. Yeah. Like, everything is seen in terms of parties. That's something that ha- they have to fix. And in this case, Jesse Smollett... With allegations such as this, you have to have facts. You have to have hardcore evidence that what they're saying is accurate before you run a story on it. But it's so easy for the common American to not rush to get those facts. Yeah. Like they just read the information and believe it as true. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, there's no longer any bipartisan 
in the media because which is awful because it's one side or the other and you know that's we see that with Harvey Weinstein and Louis CK like their hardcore supporters aren't going to believe the allegations cancel culture like that's such a real thing on both sides because they're quick to cancel mm-hmm. especially with the power of social media because if you see someone extremely influential cancel uh, another famous person, all of their supporters are going to rush to follow the same yeah. thing. There's like no free thought anymore. It's yeah. just everyone following each other's example. We saw that with uh, Taylor Swift and Kanye. You know, both sides, you know, went to one side. All the Taylor fans were, you know, oh, Kanye called her <laughs> song and how, how dare we let that happen. And then all, like, the Keeping Up the Kardashian fans were like, wait a minute, you know, Mm -hmm. hear them out. And we're just so quick to judge today. And we've always been quick to judge. Like, you can't blame it on a generational problem because, obviously, you know, humans, you know, they sometimes don't do things without justification. And it's obviously something that we have to fix and not to drone on the same topic, but... Cancel culture is very real. Like on Twitter, you see all the trending like hashtag David Dobrik is over when it's just fan based theories. Mm-hmm. But people get, uh, believe them. They put their thoughts in them. They take time to, you know, make videos online about how he's over when in the end, like nothing comes out of it. It's in just the end, air. He still has like 10 million subscribers yeah. on YouTube. He still gets like 18 million views a video, regardless of what the fans think. And at the same time, I think it's human nature to want to believe your idols. Yeah. Like, you don't want to think that they're lying to you because to a certain extent, it feels like you have a relationship regardless of whether or not you've ever met in person. Yeah, and that's, you know, it goes back to R. Kelly. Like, people see him as this icon, you know, who might have, you know, his music got them through a dark time in their life. And, you know, they want to be like him. They want to be famous like him and have money like him. And then these things come out and they don't want to believe that someone they love so much could do something so bad. And it's like, you know, the people who you put your childhood to, the people who you spend your entire life listening to, it's like they're your family. And you wouldn't want to believe that your brother did something bad or your mother or your father. And so, you know, people are quick to defend and people are quick to judge and accuse. Yeah. Alright guys, well, today's been fun. We spent a lot of time talking about R. Kelly, Mel Gibson, and whether or not we can separate the art from the artist. But next week, we're going to get a little bit more racy. We're going to be talking about whether or not the American public is more sensitive to love than violence, and whether or not this is just a repeat of our historically Puritan values. So just to end it off, do you think we can separate the art from the artist? Mm. To a certain degree, because sometimes you just have such an appreciation for the art that they've made in their past, and whether or not you can listen to it now, I feel like it's important to continually acknowledge that it was good at the time. Yeah, you have to separate the past from the present. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you for listening. Welcome to Our Current Thoughts, our first episode. (laughs) Yeah, subscribe. Leave a like, like, comment about what we can improve on, and any topic suggestions. Bye. Bye.